for a change? I am talking, talking, talking to you. Then get ready to explore the quantum possibilities. It's time to transform that outdated paradigm into something universal and new. Time to uncover the truth hidden beneath the veil of lies. A time to think outside the box as we link to a higher consciousness. Welcome to the Awakening Awakening. And now the hosts of Broadcast Team Alpha. Broadcast Team Alpha. Nori Love and Augie Nost. Well, hello, Radiant Rock Stars. How are you guys? You know, I so look forward to Tuesday. I especially look forward to Tuesday with everything that's going on in the world. Um, I try not to look too closely at everything that's going on in the world. And I love that we're going to continue this theme, if you will, tonight. And we're going to talk about some pretty hmm, soul-expanding stuff. But before we do, I just want to invite you to connect with us, connect with us at broadcastteamalpha.com, connect with us on our YouTube station by the same name, Broadcast Team Alpha. Uh, we have some really cool older programming in there that you might like to, uh, to take a peek at. And thank you for when you hit the donate button that helps defray some of the costs. Um, this is our labor of love and we, we love doing it and we love you being here and we love you supporting us, whether you support support us with a donation or just by your beautiful shiny presence and I think we're going to talk about shiny things tonight like the great what the shining ocean Augie what is it yeah yeah and, uh, I think <laughs> I think it's going to expand on us uh, way I'm beyond excited. what I was even thinking up to very shortly here because uh, yeah there is uh, <clears throat> We have Marilyn Hughes returning to broadcasting. Yay! Welcome, yes. thank you. And, uh, <laughs> for for the ones that didn't hear her last time, I, I do want to say a few things about her. She's the founder of the Out of Body Travel Foundation, which have a mission of reducing spiritual and physical hunger worldwide. And now listen to this. Marilyn has written a hundred and one books. Wow. Man, oh man, I, uh, I, I bet if I asked her, she, she probably don't even remember all of them. <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> and not just that, she's written for 40 magazines and done 18 CDs in, uh, on uh, out-of-body travel and uh, comparative religious mysticism. Now, these books, along with her art and music, you can find on her website, which she will tell you about, and you can download it for free. Have you ever heard an author giving their books away for free? This is phenomenal. You got to go visit. Yeah, yeah, this is phenomenal. And uh, <clears throat> I would, uh, I would say we're going to talk. You know, she wanted to talk about the shiny ones, but it goes beyond the shiny beings. Yeah goes into the shiny universal consciousness spirit and i just made that name up i'm oh. hoping i'm close okay <laughs> sounded <laughs> good yeah marilyn welcome to the show again welcome thank marilyn. you thanks for inviting me back yes so Where's... good to have you back yeah thank how are you i'm doing great thank you good. how are all of you where yeah. you know <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. Okay, <laughs> I am. You know, I'm a very transparent um, radio co-host and uh, coach, and um, this week has been rough. And it's only it's only Tuesday, so let's go back to Tuesday. Um, yeah, like I crossed the line. You know, I have I have a lot of people that I take care of on a regular basis. You know, in my coaching and in my healing arts practice, but this this past several days, like, kind of pushed me over the tipping point. You know, where I began to feel some of the um, the stress and, you know, some of the other emotions that, well, I mean, it all calls down to fear, right? Um, but I'm so excited that we're going to be talking about magical and expansive things tonight, um, like the soul. That's one of my favorite things to talk about. So I'm better already, see? 
<laughs> well, you know, ironically, what's interesting about talking about this particular book, it's called The Shining Ocean, a treatise on the primordial substance of out-of-body travel. And you can download that along with all my books at outofbodytravel.org. Um, this book is really timely and also timely in terms of what you're expressing. You know, the world is undergoing a lot of uh, difficult times. And in the shining ocean, we're talking about the shining ocean of universal being um, and existence as it expands across universal spheres of consciousness. But one of the um, one of the um, substance, one of the subjects that are very deeply explored in the beginning sections of this is the primordial substance mm. of out-of-body travel, which is the actual evolutionary journey of the soul as it moves from the state of its lowest evolution in the evil states mm. towards through the transmigration towards the light. And this is a very appropriate subject for what we are seeing in our world today because there are a lot of expressions that we are seeing that are ineffective in terms of moving the soul and moving thus humanity towards the greater light that we're all seeking because people are utilizing backwards motion rather than forwards motion. And that's why we want to uh, explore more deeply the primordial substance, which has to do with how evolution occurs in the soul on an energetic vibrational level, how we actually move from one state to a higher state. Mm. Mm. That's interesting. So you 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 were qualifying backward and forward. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Well, you know, it's it's very easy to uh, to explain just in terms of you know backwards, forwards, darkness, light, right. uh, good, evil, polarities, polarities. Yes, and so um, creation, destruction. And so these are all um, the polarities that can determine for us. And these are also tools of discernment that we would want uh, to utilize in discerning our own actions, discerning the actions that we are seeing around ourselves and in our world as to whether or not those actions are working towards forward motion versus backwards motion. So when you're talking forward motion, we're talking about something that actually will energize and bring in more light and take the actual particulate matter of the soul to a higher, finer vibrational sphere. Um, when we talk about going backwards, we're talking about doing something that takes the soul further backwards to a slower, more uh, yes. lethargical vibration. Mm -hmm. And so then you look at the, these concepts. So let's take a look at creation versus destruction. Mm -hmm. All things that are of God and of the light are creative. All things that are of the darkness are destructive. And so when we are looking at from uh, the standpoint of evolution of actions as to whether or not they are moving forward or backwards, we look at them as to whether or not they are creative or destructive. If, if we are engaging in something that is destructive, then we can very easily discern that we are not actually energizing an evolutionary movement. We're actually energizing something that can take us backwards and further away from that goal. So we wanted to then, you know, reevaluate um, and look at what can be done to take it to a creationist, a creationary standpoint, which is going to energize, enliven, and uh, bring that vibration up. And this is very, very relevant right now, but it's always relevant in, you know, in an earthly sphere in terms of how do we move forward as souls. Right. I'm getting the idea then that when you're talking about the shiny sea of light, that is probably our home. <laughs> yes. Well, the 
the interesting thing about the shining ocean is is that it's not one place. It is this beautiful many place. I don't know how to put it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the yeah. shining it's ocean everywhere. is truly everywhere and yet one place but every place and the shining ocean allows us to touch into the worlds of being and the worlds of vibration and the worlds of things that are enlivened and creative and bursting with life um imagine you know the the sparkly lights and imagine an ocean of sparkly lights mm-hmm. That's yeah. the shining ocean. That's the energy of the shining ocean, which is literally the energy of consciousness in the universal sphere. And so, you know, in um, in this particular book, it starts out with this whole understanding and description and going from what happens in this primordial substance when you're starting out with a soul that is entrenched in evil and taking it through several, several, many, many, many incarnations as to when it moves towards light. But then it also shows the actual uh, subsequent experience mystically, the out-of-body travel experiences and the normal processes that are uh, laid out for you as to how those souls then, when they get to that point of light, where they go from that point of light to the higher unions with God, which is truly where the ultimate shining ocean lies. And that's where you're going to touch into all of that, you know, the the shining mm-hmm. ones, the shining ocean, the shining everything. <laughs> so how do how do? So this sounds like there's it sounds like there's a formula or there's a conscious um, um, step or or steps of things that you can do to to connect with this shining ocean of light or. Let me ask you a question because I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when I when I work with with um, my clients, um, we're we're going into week eight of a twelve week master class, and I do a lot of imagery and visualization and kind of like hypnosis, you know, imagery. And when I have my clients work with the light. Mm-hmm. whether it's for an emotional um, intention or a physical intention, they are like rock stars. I mean, literally, people who don't even understand what the light is, and I don't even know if I could adequately explain it, they can they can be so creative. They can make things happen in their life and in their body by working with the light. Can you help me to understand why that is? Well, because we as spiritual beings are able to call down light within us. And, you know, just as we are also able to call up darkness, you know, it's all part of the free will mechanism that is just part of our natural nature that we're given. Um, and um, what what you have is this, it's it's not one step or it's a, it's a, it's a series of, processes that have been laid out by the mystics throughout the centuries from many traditions and it's uh there's many 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 steps of it that take you as you move ever closer to god but when you follow it and understand it which is laid out here in this particular book it helps you to follow and understand where you are in that path and what you need to be doing or focusing on to help you to take the next step and move further. And part of the reason people are able to do this is a natural gift where we can call down light upon us. That's, you know, the power of prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, I've often talked a lot about the visions that I've had where I see prayers rising to heaven on these lightning bolts from the earth to the heavens um in the mystical spheres you can see prayer as it goes to heaven and you know in the book of revelation they talk about uh you know the prayers of the saints being the incense that goes up to the heavens Mm -hmm. um but we have um the you know the the 
power of prayer is something that we don't necessarily see unless we develop these out-of-body travel or mystical gifts. But when you do, you do have the ability to see that um, we do have these capacities to either energize something that brings in more light or brings in more darkness or, you know, uh, when you go back to just the biblical idea of being lukewarm, where we can also just bring in standing still and not moving forward or backwards. So you can do those things. And that's part of our natural soul construct, which allows for us to perform in that way. And so, yes, that is um, absolutely legitimate that they are able to do that. And the more that people want to do that, um, it's actually a very good practice to do it because it helps to energize the states that will eventually lead to some higher and finer mystical uh, possibilities. And I'm wondering though, here's the nuts and bolts guy again. Uh, okay. <laughs> the, the, um, the ocean of light you talk about is probably in my view, more like a level of frequency range so that when it is everywhere, because the availability of this frequency range is everywhere. So if we rise, then we ended up joining with that. Our consciousness will join into that frequency range and we will be part of it as an individual within the whole. So we are also the whole at the same time we are as maybe an individual within it, uh, am I on to something or I'm just totally Well, that's up? absolutely correct. Yes, because a lot of what we are talking about is projecting uh, two different frequencies. And so, you know, a big part of out-of-body travel practice is bringing the soul to spaces that are above some of the some of the more disturbed vibrations of the earth below or the astral plane where you can be in this place of peace where then you know first of all teaching occurs guidance occurs the angels are there lots of spiritual guardians and this is where we can go to also ironically you know one of the things i write about as well is that when we experience out-of-body travel, part of what we're doing is bringing a little bit of heaven back to earth each time that we're going. It's an energetic thing we're doing. And so when we project into that frequency, we're actually bringing some of that peace down into this energy and vibration of the, you know, the humankind's vibration. So we, we don't, you know, this is part of the reason meditation and the experimentations that you see with mass meditation is so interesting and very productive. It's because they are bringing that peaceful vibration into the mind, which is the united mind of one, you know, of humanity, which in general tends to be kind of chaotic and unconnected. And, um, and so when we do this, we are actually propelling humankind forward. One of the things that I was shown in many of my experiences was that every soul who moves forward in their spiritual journey is doing this for humanity too. It's not just an individual journey. Mm -hmm. And this is something everybody can do if we just quit looking at all the garbage around us and uh, just, you know, it's Whatever is most dominantly in our mind, that's the kind of person we will become. So if we are thinking of spiritual things and thinking, now i got a new thing, i got to start concentrating on that, is that sea of light. I've been using the term for a long time, but I haven't lately, so now I'm back on track. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> well, and you know, too, it's this whole idea, going back to creation versus destruction, hatred versus love. Yeah. You know, and these are all the very same things. We see this all, all in current events today as well, where we want to remember it is, you know, love is an energy. It's a vibration. It's a frequency. And love heals. Hatred is an energy, a vibration, and a frequency. And it is a destructive force. And so 
we can look at you know any um, any amount of current events, even if it's not today, if it's 10 years from now, you can see the same thing and you can discern what's happening on an energetic basis. Are people working towards bringing the shining ocean together and creating a civilization that is more peaceful and loving towards one another? Or are we creating more of a disconnect by looking at some simple elements, good, evil, darkness, light, forwards backwards you see creation destruction absolutely and i see now especially right now with all the things that is going on in the united states we see uh, conflict everywhere and if we we got to look at the other side of that coin because violence has never been the solution for anything of higher value no and, you know, it's interesting because in the beginning of The Shining Ocean, there are, um, it begins with a bunch of apocalyptic type visions that I had of this never ending cycle in humankind towards warring amongst themselves mm. and how it is that we just keep doing this and the utter exhaustion, you know, that it continues to create and, and the total um, fruitlessness of it. And this is why it's important that we each individually start looking at it because, um, you know, you can take a noble cause and think you're fighting for something noble, but do so in a way that's very destructive. Or you can take the same noble cause and do something that actually um, enlivens and brings down the higher frequencies that would actually create a change that would be profound, meaningful, and lasting. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah, but this is wonderful. Can we have one of those just around the world, please? <laughs> yeah. Can, can we order that? Or <laughs> yeah. yeah, with a side of fries. Yes, <laughs> and, a, and a large vanilla shake. Yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, after listening to all of this, I bet I could walk on water right now. This is wonderful. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, when we come back after the break, uh, well, there's two minutes left, and um, I want to ask you about something else, too. When we're talking about the shiny ocean and the, sh the light, there is some old writings that date back thousands of years into India and old uh, Jewish uh, writings about the shiny ones. These are individuals, but they emit light. And yes. they come when we have trouble and come to advise leaders of world, I mean, of nations. And so, oh, do I want to hear about this if you know anything about it? I, I'm itching to hear. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about it. Yeah, and we are about uh, half a minute away from break. So let's do that. And then we will come back talking with Marilyn Hughes. And this is going to get interesting. Don't touch that dial or don't <laughs> click anything. <laughs> Don't touch that mouse. <laughs> This is the broadcast team Alpha Show, hosted by Nori Love and Augie Nost. The one show that takes your doubts of the unknown and spins them into reality. Share your thoughts by calling our hotline number at 702-425-9230. That's 702-425-9230. Worldwide callers use Skype name KCOR Radio. More cutting-edge conversation and exploration of the quantum universe after this. Looking for a radio show like no other? We need something uh, brand new. Then tune into the KCOR Digital Radio Network, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, and get ready for The Quantum Shift. A great shift of consciousness is sweeping across the Earth. Are you ready for the dimensional shift? It is amazing, is it not? 
The Quantum Shift. Quantum Shift. Quantum Shift. Hosted by Dr. Sam Muggsy and Kent Dunn. Be part of the fifth dimensional reality where consciousness prevails and the universal law of one is the only true reality. The Quantum Shift. Quantum Shift. Quantum Shift. Live Tuesdays, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Exclusively on the KCOR Digital Radio Network. The planet's most powerful antioxidant products is here for you to enjoy. Chaga Mushroom Tea. This tea has been used as a potent natural health solution for thousands of years. In fact, the Chinese call it king of the herbs. The health value alone is worth a look as Chaga Mushroom Tea packs a punch with pure vitality and smooth energy. It's 100% wild crafted, safe and effective. Get it now at arcticchaga.com. That's A-R-C-T-I-C-C-H-A-G-A.com or call 916-969 9278 That's 916-969-2678. Chaga Mushroom Tea. Chaga Mushroom Tea. Order your supply today. Great. It's great. I think it's great. The all-new KCOR Digital Radio Network. Great. Make a note of it. It's great. If ever a breed was affectionate to a fault, it's the Golden Retriever. They're people dogs, pure and simple. And the Golden Retriever Rescue of Southern Nevada needs your help. If you would like to volunteer, foster, adopt, or donate, go to the Golden Retriever Rescue of Southern Nevada's website at grrsn.org. That's grrsn.org. Or call 598-GOLD. That's 598-G-O-L-D. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Going live. Come explore the quantum possibilities. This is Broadcast Team Alpha. Broadcast Team Alpha. To be on the show live, call 702-425-9230. That's 702-425-9230. Worldwide callers use Skype name KCOR Radio. Share your thoughts of the show on Twitter at KCOR Radio, hashtag KCOR. Or join the Cutting Edge Conversation live in our chat room at www.kcorradio.com. Now, back to Broadcast Team Alpha with your free-thinking hosts, Nori Love and Aginas. Okay, we're back. I just want to do a big shout-out to the chat room. Oh, my goodness, I have to scroll way up. Iowa Girl is here, and Ellen McNeil, and Shady D. Hi. And Margaret, yay! And the amazing, beautiful, and rich Tina is here. And I saw that Karen is here, and scrolling David Cook. Hello. And I'm scrolling. Bear with me. I don't know. That's good for now. If I missed, oh, be sexy at any age, my favorite name. Welcome, <laughs> Ed, you guys. And I just, yeah, I just wanted to take a minute and tell you about some of the things that Augie and I are doing um, over at the Mastermind Connection. Um, on on Sundays, we have a mastermind. We have a master. We have two mastermind sessions. One is at two o'clock Eastern, and the other is at three p.m. Eastern. And we come together with some of the most amazing and brilliant minds and souls, and we create. Uh, um, an agreed upon intention. And then we essentially mastermind, if you will. We meditate, we use imagery, we use guided imagery to, to impact the universal field and evoke a shift in whatever it is the intention that we're working on. Uh, we've worked on people's health, 
We've worked on, you know, dangerous weather patterns. We've worked on mm, the coronavirus, you know, for good or bad, we did that. Um, and it's it's always amazing. And we always have these interesting syn synchronicities that inspire us um, and confirm for us that what we are doing on those during those Sunday sessions are really, really helping people. So we invite you to check that out with us. If um, you can send us an email at themastermindconnection.com, excuse me, themastermindconnection at gmail.com. And we'll send you the link every Sunday. If you want to come join us, you're certainly welcome. It does not cost anything. Um, but if you are interested in looking at more of our offerings, it's on Patreon, the Mastermind Connection on Patreon. And uh, in addition to the Mastermind sessions, we have all kinds of fun things going on. We have um, the intuition and psychic awareness class that's going into like, I think it's fourth week right now. Um, yep. Augie's taught um, time travel, um, self-hypnosis. There's going to be other classes like law of attraction, the application of law of attraction, um, 68 seconds to weight release. That's going to be pure law of attraction for weight release. And then there's going to be some hypnotherapy sessions. If you're, if you're toying with the idea of increasing your well-being, um, there's going to be weight release and uh, smoking cessation uh, hypnotherapy that's going to happen there. So I just invite you to, you know, come check us out in our other venues. And I just want to give you Marilyn's uh, website address one more time because she so graciously gives, you know, so many of her books. And it's outofbodytravel.org, outofbodytravel.org. So, oh, Naj is here. I miss Naj. Hello. <laughs> so... <laughs> So Marilyn, Shady D, one of our favorite people uh, in the chat room, when we were talking about energy and the, you, you're working with the light, she posed the question, is one energy stronger than the other or does it have to do with the strength of the person's intention that's working with the energy? Well, the interesting thing I think that people all need to understand is that, you know, um, the battles between good and evil in the earthly realms are real battles, which means that good can lose, you know. So these battles between principalities and powers, um, you are dealing with um, the powers of the light and the powers of darkness, and they are equally strong. You know, in the end, God is sovereign, but God has given a certain dominion to the darkness in this realm because it is a mortal realm and therefore these battles occur here between good and evil. So these dark and light energies truly are kind of at each other's throats um, on a pretty regular basis here in this type of realm and they do pretty much have equal power and you need to realize um, that it is, uh, it is, it is, it is, it is something that is, uh, uh, it can go either way. So, yes, the more that we try to bring in and energize light, the better. <laughs> you know? And we see that around us in our world as well. We see that. We see how, um, how just as good can um, magnify and magnify and multiply upon itself, so can evil, you know. So we have to be so, so aware of the fact that the energy of what we are projecting into the world, what are we creating? Are we creating mass destruction? Are we creating mass creation? Are we doing something that is projecting uh, the light or projecting more darkness? We have to be real honest with ourselves. It's a real discerning process. And that is part of, you know, um, what you're going to learn about in The Shining Ocean in the later parts where it talks about what, you know, mysticism has taught us throughout, you know, the eons. Some of the things that we want maybe that looks really good to us and looks beneficial to us may even be rooted in darkness because maybe it comes from ego. So this is something that we probably have to sit down and think about before we do sometimes, isn't it? Oh, not only that, we have to recognize that. And you bring up an excellent point, 
about the ego because we really need to do what is, you know, the, the actual cultivation of the spirit. Um, you know, part of what we, we are lacking a lot of in this world today is the actual practice of cultivating our conscience so that we can actually learn to make better decisions regarding what is energetically um, uh, preferable versus what is energetically going to take us backwards. And we can't just assume that our own natural discernment will tell us that we have to form that discernment i have a lot of books on that subject as well you know there's i have a book called a life of cultivation that um shares with you a lot of ancient sacred texts from many of the world religions on the cultivation of the spirit and the cultivation of our own discernment and our soul and that's how we you know slowly become better uh at this because we can we cannot see things correctly immediately and this is partly what happens as you continue having out of body experiences and continuing to move forward you're going to learn as you project into these um, these spheres that we talked about where the peace resides the shining ocean so to speak where you're going to be taught about energetic truth which is what things really are from the eyes of God not from our limited human understanding here I got a good one inside of this shining ocean the where I know some people would call it heaven, whatever they would, but inside there, there could be individualized soul energies emerging from it that could show up in our life, maybe as watchers, guardians, or shiny beings. I want to touch on this one. What What do you think of that? Well, the the reality is is that in the mystical and out-of-body travel realms, there are literally hundreds of manifestations of shining ones. You know, and you mentioned previously uh, Judaism and the Vedas. You know, in the Vedas, you have uh, the Devatas, which are the celestial beings also known as the shining ones. And they are referred to as celestial spirits or angels. And these are shining beings. These can be anything from your typical uh, angelic being with the wings, but it can also be, you know, spiritual teachers that might appear in a human way, but be extremely, you know, have a, a huge amount of light that emanates from them. And in the Jewish tradition, it goes all the way back to the book of Genesis, and it actually goes before that into the Sumerian tablets about the shining ones. And there are different, um, uh, different scholarly uh, opinions on the actual translation of the Jewish scriptures as well as the Sumerian tablets on what Elohim meant because the Elohim is also known as the shining ones but Elohim is often referred to as God but the difficulty and the the conflict in the translation is that when you when you translate it as the shining ones, the translation as just God doesn't seem to make perfect sense. So there are some translation issues, but these are the beings of light that uh, literally, you know, inhabit the spirit world, and and it's it is so vast. It's so hard to even begin to. Um, to even touch on it because there are literally hundreds of orders of angels and there are literally hundreds and there's probably thousands too that many of which I don't know about you know in terms of just thousands of orders of different types of teachers you have ascended masters that are going to be of a different order than even like a spiritual teacher. Mm -hmm. You have those who come in the form of guides. You have even, you know, uh, people who come from loved ones who are going to perform a function as an angelic 
being, and they might not be quite as advanced as some of the other angelic hierarchies, but they're still going to serve as a guardian angel or some type of guide in people's lives. That's part of their function. But there, you know, it goes well beyond that because um, in the out-of-body travel state, you'll enter into the rites of passage and the initiations into the mysteries where you're going to start going into the mysteries that literally permeate like everything from ancient Egypt, ancient Sumeria, the ancient um, mysteries of the Eleusinian mysteries, all of these things that um, all merge together to bring us forward into one solid comprehensive understanding of what this shining ocean of all God's knowledge actually is. But that's what we are seeking as individual souls in reaching into that shining ocean. It's that knowledge that truly is like the sum total of the knowledge of humankind that it has attained from the very beginning of time from all vessels through all the prophets, saints, mystics, sages, ascetics, and holy people from all world traditions, all tribes, and all traditions. Um, And this is how we bring together this knowledge of God, who is, you know, the shining one. And this is the shining ocean. And I also call it the royal family of God. It's, it's, but it is, it's more than this though. I want to make this clear because it's not something that we can conceive of as just from a human standpoint. We are looking at these beings literally as an ocean of molecular substance. And so it is not like in the way that we would experience our separateness as humans on earth. It truly is the place that we're going when we are merging into the divine, where it truly is this ocean of golden light, of golden peace, of golden oneness, where all of these elements are coming together and they are one and the knowledge that they encompass comes together into our soul and this is how we move towards that greater light but also that greater completion in our own evolutionary path in the spiritual journey so then actually uh, the uh, knowledge the combined knowledge of all human animal and fourth dimensional existence is rising or going eventually into this shining ocean so we can say that god is continuously learning well we as spirit spirit as the universal ocean of being is continually moving evolving and mm-hmm growing and i would have to say in order to be totally fair and honest is i don't know if god is learning more or if we are learning more but you know that's a hard question that's a god question i'm going to leave that to him but you know i do want to add to it it's not just fourth dimensional and up it's the third it's the second dimension it's the first dimension it's all of these realms the heavenly the purgatorial the hellish realms All of these things and the knowledge of all of these things, think about it in my mind's eye right now. I'm envisioning like the tree of life and just imagine that the roots of the tree and the roots of the tree are the first and the second dimensions where the hell realms rise. The mortal realms are the trunk of this tree, but the shining ocean or when the branches expand out into the sky and you know in the jewish scripture and in the divata the writings of the divatas they speak of the shining ones in in relation to the skies the sky the shining ones of the skies Mm -hmm. and this is what this is what this is it's you know we have these earthly allegories that help us to envision 
it's, you know, the soul is like this primordial seed that has birthed underneath the ground from its original substance, where maybe it was in the darkness, but it slowly emerges from the ground, becomes a trunk moving through the third and fourth dimension, and then it begins to start branching out into an, a part of, into this greater light that is the shining ocean of God. And that is how life begins. That's how life continues. But you see, one thing I want to point there is because something that's coming to me as I'm talking about this, when a seed is planted in that ground and you have that in the first and second realm, and this is where the soul is in darkness, and that soul keeps generating its darkness, but it's trying to sprout, but it can't because it doesn't understand that in order for a seed to sprout, it needs the water and it needs the light and it won't accept the water and the light. So what happens? That seed cannot birth new life. That is what we must understand about how energy and how evolution occurs within each and every one of our souls, that we must follow the actual processes that birth new life because those are the things which will propel our spirits further into the light and into the shining ocean. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot. Yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> I'm, I'm still percolating on this one. <laughs> <laughs> really, really just such such really valuable content um is this an okay time for me to ask a question from the chat room sure okay so shady <laughs> d again hi sure. shady hi shady said um so so we need to keep focus on light because the dark will easily take over question mark not, not only will the dark easily take over the darkness consumes us yes it does we see this all around us. The darkness consumes. The light expands and gives way for new life. Darkness consumes and destroys and smothers the life out. We have to focus on that light, bring the light in so that the darkness cannot reign. When we, when we try to fight darkness with other acts of darkness, we are defeating ourselves. We have to deal with darkness by bringing in light and by actually cultivating the knowledge required of us energetically that will help us to learn to propel into actual life-giving energetic substance that will move us up and forward rather than keep us in place or help us to keep going back and going back and doing that same stuff over and over again. Darkness has a tendency to just destroy, 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 and you just keep going back and doing the same thing. So the, it's really important to understand this concept if you want to move forward in your life, if we want to move forward in our world, if we want to evolve as a species, and even just our own personal evolution evolves the species because we are bringing up that shining ocean because we are a part of it. It's like, you know, the fish who jumps out of the sea and he brings some water up with him. You know, we have to remember that every time that we try to bring up that ocean, we are bringing up the entire ocean. So the work that we do individually has mass impact. That makes perfect sense. That just as like at home, when you walk into a dark room, all you have to do is to turn the light switch, and when light comes, darkness disappears. Yes. But there is something else that I 
kind of have seen, and that is, it's not the darkness itself, which is only lack of light, but there are the thought forms and entities that dwell in the darkness that is so harmful. When the darkness disappears, they're no longer comfortable, so they leave. Am I Yes, and, and they will attach as well. And that, But what we can do is propel ourselves into, as you mentioned in the very beginning, Augie, is propelling ourselves into that frequency where they cannot reside. And that is not dependent upon us going anywhere. It's dependent on what we do with our energy. We can literally be sitting in the exact same place, but propel our energy into this different sphere of influence, which is where the shining ones are, the shining ocean of being, which is where the peace resides and we can choose that. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't keep us from being, you know, mortal beings and and being, you know, subject to the laws of mortal realms and the fact that things can happen here. But it. But it is something that we can do that prevents these kind of negative attachments and the things that actually pull us individually down, as well as the things that pull us as a nation as a people as humanity down wow yeah powerful and the the book the shining ocean is is that a purchasable one or is that a downloadable one both both all of the books are yeah all of them are available for free download but you can also get them in paperback or on audible or in electronic form as well so any of those, all of them are available that way, and yeah. um, they're all outofbodytravel.org. Yeah, I've seen some of them on Amazon, so you can also get the hard copies, I mean, the, the soft copies there, too. Right, absolutely. <clears throat> wow, we only got two minutes left. I wish I we know. had two hours left. <laughs> We're just looking for the good stuff, really. Marilyn, you're, you're amazing. Thank you so much for being with us again. Um, Thank I you just, for inviting me. I oh, love being with you guys. Absolutely. It's just, it's so refreshing. And um, you guys Mar- can. Marilyn, can we do this again? Absolutely. <laughs> Let me know and I'll be here. <laughs> sounds wonderful. All right. Yeah, and everybody, yeah. you guys can find Marilyn's books and more about her at outofbodytravel.org. Really good, Marilyn. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And, uh, yeah, I guess we're getting down to about one minute left here. So, uh, yeah. This was fun. Just, Thank you, everybody I, in the chat room. Thank you for listening. Yes. We have created our own Garden of Eden here online, (laughs) on the air. Our own ocean of light. (laughs) Yes, our own ocean of light with the shining ones in the garden. Mm. (laughs) I'm I'm loving those visuals. I'm good with that. (laughs) This was so wonderful. I I absolutely can walk on water right now. So um, (laughs) this is great. Sounds high vibration. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. Thank you very much. And until next time, be good to each other. Listening to Broadcast Team Alpha. Broadcast Team Alpha. Hosted by Nori Love and Augie Nost. Every Tuesday night at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on the KCOR Digital Radio Network. The balance of power is shifting, shifting to a new paradigm. Will you be ready? For more information on Broadcast Team Alpha as well as the hosts, Nori Love and Augie Nost, please visit their website at broadcastteamalpha.com. Until next week, remember to keep those minds open while always exploring the endless quantum possibilities. Broadcast Team Alpha, over and out. This is KCOR Las Vegas, home of the Digital Radio Network, broadcasting from a shack just south of Area 51. Wait, that doesn't exist. This is the KCOR Digital Radio Network. Now for the news.